This is the Michael Lee Show, episode 41 today. Very special again. We're doing this over Zoom in the air. I have Mr. Dilly Drones in the house. Please, let me play the song. Yeah, you got to dance. Move your arms a little bit. Oh. Yeah. It's very... <laughs> and we are live. How are you doing, Mr. Dilly Drones? I'm good. How are you? I'm excellent. I'm excellent. I'm I'm very happy you are on the show tonight. I've been looking forward to have you on, and I have to say your uh, your video audio quality is absolutely superior. There. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's. I hope so. I spent some money, and I'm glad it's paying off. Or it looks like it's paying off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you, How did you set it up? So I have, um, it's really easy with my camera. It's a Canon M50. Mm. Um, so I just literally on Saturday, I Googled Canon M50 Zoom, mm. uh, like I do with pretty much everything. And a YouTube video popped up. It took like 10 minutes to get it all set up. It's super easy. And then I already had my, uh, my light here for future YouTube videos. So yes. it, was, uh, it was pretty easy to set up actually. Nice. And then yeah. you're using, uh, this looks like you're flying an airplane or something. The gamer headphone? Yeah, this is my yeah, <laughs> gaming headset. I couldn't get the audio to work with the camera mm -hmm. through the computer, so ah. I thought this would be the easiest way that we don't hear any reverb from your audio. Yeah, because you have an external microphone, right, for the, the cameras? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I have a Rode Micro. Ooh, nice. Yeah, you, yes. have, you have the one with the, the fluffy stuff for the wind? I don't have the like fluffy. It looks a lot better when you have the fluffy stuff. You mm. look more professional. I just have like a regular cover. Yeah. But the fluffy one is like definitely in the next purchase mm. pile. Would would you say there is a difference in wind noise with the fluffy one against the other one? I think so. I think that's you can watch a couple of YouTube videos or or do a little bit of reading and it'll say uh that it does give better performance. Mm. Um, and that's why Rode ships it with the regular uh, windscreen so that they make more money, obviously, when you buy the uh, the better one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those, those, supposedly they to break make sometimes a little bit too. of coin. Everybody needs to make Oh, yeah, it. for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I know Casey Neistat used to use them all the time. Yeah, he's uh, definitely someone I took inspiration from mm -hmm. did you watch all of his vlogs i'm pretty sure i found him like pretty late um i kind of like i knew who he was but i never started watching his vlogs and then i got uh once i started watching him like anyone i find late on youtube i just went through his whole mm. like collection of videos all his reviews it actually, i actually found him when i was looking to buy my my drone that i have now Ooh, what kind of drone do you have uh, Mavic Air 2. Ooh, that's the small one or is that the big one? It's like the medium size. So it's not the mini. Mm. Like there's the Mavic Mini and yeah. then there's the Mavic Pro. It's kind of in between. Okay, and weight-wise, it's still good to fly, I guess? Because they have like... Some yeah, kind it, of... it, yeah, it is over uh, the 250 grams or 249 grams. So I did have to write my drone pilot license. Ooh. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, but that comes with your name, right, Mister, Mister Dilly? Well, Jones. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did you put that name down on the application or no? 
No, you have to use your real name because you have to certify it through the government. Yes. So yeah. it's actually pretty official, like sounding. I got a, like a printout license and everything. It's um, yeah. Is it in the studio, or you have to have it on you? I just have to have it on me, so I have it laminated, and yeah. I just kind of keep it in my drone bag just in case for whatever reason. Nice. Um, someone asked for it. Yeah. And I seen you have done a lot of work in your office studio area there. Posted some pictures the other day where you said, "Yeah, this, this is getting good." Yeah, it looks professional now. You guys can't see it. You'll have to go to my Instagram to see. But uh, I had just before I had two uh, like those twenty dollar foldable Canadian tire tables, mm. and uh, it just just wasn't cutting it. So I managed actually to get this desk uh, from a friend for free. So nice. It really uh, makes it look more professional. Makes me feel more comfortable. That's good, right? Yes, exactly. You, you get that feeling, then it's like, oh, this is good. It's a different feeling you get it, from it. Yeah, it's. Uh, I wanted to make more YouTube content, but I was kind of like, I like to kind of go professional or as professional as I can when I when I make something. I'm not a perfectionist, but I just like it to like have a certain feel. Yeah. Um, so. I just kind of was neglect, like neglecting making the videos just because I wanted to sit somewhere and talk to the camera and do like, I want to kind of do like uh, certain reviews on some of the products that I use Yes. Um, on the daily. And I'm going to call it Dilly's dailies. Ooh. Yeah. Sounds good. Right. Dropping tomorrow. Well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, <laughs> I couldn't do it with the cheap tables. It just didn't look It didn't look like that good at all. So now, now with the, the professional desk, I should be able to get some YouTube content going. Yeah, it's like inspirational, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's interesting how a change in a, a space where you create makes you more productive. Yeah, it just uh, now it feels like I'm comfortable. I got the lighting set up. I got the the tripods and the the Jobies and mm. everything's ready to go. So yeah, now I feel ready. Do Do you label everything? Just like with Casey Neistat, that he always did it. Is he very strong for you in like the way of life, or is are you definitely you are more you? I'm. I'm I'd say I'm more you uh, rather than Casey, or I'm more me. Sorry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Because uh, he lives his life very, like he sold that company, I can't remember what it was called, and now he's kind of set, right? Plus he has his YouTube audience, he's not, I still have to go to work, I have to live a very, like I like to live a, a routine life. Um, I pretty much have the same routine almost every day. Yeah. So I don't label things, but I like to keep my work area as neat as possible for sure. Mm. And uh, he definitely inspired me. Like just the way he makes his videos. I know from making a few YouTube videos, even that uh, he spends like a lot of time. Like he'll, he'll have a shot where he gets into the truck and then he'll turn the keys. And then when he's driving away, there's a drone filming him. Yeah. And I know from personally having to balance like a couple like recording devices at once that it's it's a lot mm -hmm. it's it takes a lot of work and it's just like a little vlog but he puts work into it which i appreciate yeah it's a one-man show yeah oh definitely yeah and if you're the main actor and you're the cameraman that's a lot of work 
Yeah, it's hard. Mm. And uh, sometimes you can't get the content you want when, when you're trying to film yourself. So yeah, it takes a little bit of thinking outside the box for sure. Do you think as a as a movie maker, it's more powerful to see the person as a like a three D being or see the view of the person? I think a little bit of both. Mm. Like in in order to like, it depends what kind of video you're making, but it's nice if you can if you can make a vlog like in Casey's style where he kind of has some like point of view shots where he films, but he also has like a third person shot. It really brings the whole story together. Yeah. Um, and it makes it just, it makes it feel more personal, I think. Mm -hmm. And personal is, the, is personal and everybody wants personal. Yeah. It's, it's important. I think if, as a creator, especially to like connect with your audience, I think that draws, keeps people coming back if they like you and they like the style of your video. Yeah. And that's how a lot of people are successful on YouTube for sure. What, what do you think about people then that don't show their face on YouTube videos when they cook, for example, and you just see it's just cut off right under the neck. And because then, it's, you know what, that's, yeah, it, it that's like a, It's a different category, right? So if I'm going to go watch a, a cooking video, mm. and I've watched uh, some cooking videos from some of my uh, like YouTubers I subscribe to, where they you can actually see them cooking. Yeah. But if I'm just looking for like a, a recipe or something, I don't really care who's cooking it. Mm. I, as long as like the food turns out good, then I'll go back to that channel. Sure. I understand, but now I'm going to ask you, but isn't it about okay. the personal thing? <laughs> yeah. So it depends. If you're like really into cooking um, and you like just like watching cooking videos, I'm sure you would um, reconnect or sorry, connect with that person uh, more um, if they like show their face and they're talking and you can kind of get a sense of who they are and yeah, how they act. And maybe with the voice. Yeah, but uh, if you're just like, I want a quick recipe for like air fried chicken tenders or something, then you just you want to see the recipe. And sometimes even when you when you look up a recipe on Google and you read it, it's not enough. You kind of like to see see it as it's done, so you know that everything's going to turn out good. That's true. Yeah, that's a good explanation. Very nice. Yes, very, I know nice. because I I had just I've been going through air fryer chicken recipes. Mm. And some of them just haven't been turning out that great. But you're not a perfectionist. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> That's good. Uh, so, um, did you did you fly a drone today? Are you concerned with weather? Would you like? How do you use your equipment? I'm just throwing those questions at you, right? Yeah, yeah, no, that's I love it. Keep it going. Um, the drone I haven't flown in a couple of weeks. Um, I've been busy with like my, my day job and then, uh, and then just, I had a little like COVID scare last week where I took the week off work and I got tested and I was okay. cleared. Yeah. So I wasn't leaving the house during that week, but, Good. um, it's, it's, it's very weather dependent. You can get, um, like a, it's called a wetsuit for it, mm. but I don't have really? one. I think it's, yeah, it's like, How does a, that work? So it's a custom made suit um that this guy makes and sells like on his own. Ah. And you have to go to his website and it's basically like a uh like a like a kind of like a rubber neoprene mix and it sticks 
to the drone. So you stick it over the parts that would um, like mm. possibly like take water in. Yeah, all the cracks. Yeah, and it's very light and compact. So then you can fly it in the rain, and and lots of uh, drone f- pilots love flying in like stormy weather. Sometimes you get some really cool footage or really cool pictures. Yeah. Um, but it's just not not something I'm really interested in. I already lost one drone, so mm. the plane are safe. Ah. And well, yeah. now you have to tell us everybody how did you what happened. <laughs> so <laughs> this was. Uh, I went uh I went through two drones before this drone. I got a $150 it's called the DJI Tello, super small, really super basic, really bad camera. Mm. And as soon as I flew it, I was hooked. Yeah. The only problem was the if it was at all windy, it would kind of blow the drone <laughs> along. So uh it got lost on a couple neighbors' roofs and I had to go knock on some doors and and climb on some roofs to get it back. Wow. But uh, so then I said, you know what? Okay, I'm going to get something a little bit more professional. Mm. So I got the DJI Spark, which was like a, yeah. a mid range drone. It was very nice. Yeah. Um, but then as soon as I heard the Mavic Air 2 was coming out, I jumped on that. So I pre ordered it. Uh, it was about a month shipping delay, mm-hmm. but I got the drone in. It flew in. And then, yes, exactly. It flew right <laughs> on in. And then uh, first weekend I took it out, I was like, I'm going to go uh, somewhere I can kind of like test test it a little bit, see what it what it can do. So I flew it like around the neighborhood a little bit. And then I went to Mission Marsh and I was flying it off the, um, yeah. the shore of the marsh. Yeah. And, uh, there's a little island out there, and I can't remember the name of it. But apparently, you can you can almost walk to it in the summer if mm. it's like a if the calm waves. But it's probably at least a kilometer out. And it was, jeez, uh, what was it? Summer. Yeah, it was late summer, I yeah. think. And uh, anyway, so I flew all. There's a there's an island like seven kilometers out um, that people have camps on. Sure. So I flew out there. I got some really cool footage of like a lighthouse. Oh, love lighthouse. And then I was like, okay, battery was at like 70%. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll take her back home. And I was like impressed that it even made it that far. Um, so on my way back, I was coming over that island. And all of a sudden, I just uh, I just seen shaking on the camera. And then it just, the last thing I seen was like this really depressing shot of like the drone like sitting in the water and like the camera half underwater. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so from that I assumed that a bird had attacked it. Okay. Because if it lost a uh, battery, I would have known about it. it it's, it's it's really intelligent the way it communicates with my phone and the computer. Yeah, and it has a home function too, right? It's just yeah. you, you press it, it's a GPS coordination and it's set to go there if it yeah. needs to. And even if it, even if I lost connection to the drone, the drone come, knows is, yeah. it was come right back. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. wow, yeah. Somebody, so, or somebody shot it down. Well, I thought that too, but then I just there's nobody around there. And then if I ended up going out there to try and find it with my boat mm. one night, and it was super wavy, and uh, there was just a million seagulls and mm. a couple eagles flying above. So. Mm-hmm. I figured I got close to somewhere I probably shouldn't have been during like nesting season, yeah. and uh, 
I'm surprised that it brought the drone down, but mm. yeah. It doesn't take much, you know? No, if you hit one propeller and you break the one propeller, it can really screw up the way the drone flies. Yeah. You speak from experience? Yeah, yeah. I've crashed it a few times. <laughs> and like norm normally it's pretty uh, pretty durable. So yeah. I was really surprised. Mm. Surprisingly, they are. I, I used to own a DJI uh, Phantom 4. Oh, nice. Mm. I bought it, one, I think, half a year before the restrictions came into place. Okay. If I would have known these restrictions, I would have not bought it. Yeah, it yeah. kind of yeah. it didn't ruin it. it. I get it's for safety, but it really cut off a lot of Thunder Bay for flying. For sure, yeah. And you know, it's. I just wanted to. I'm I'm responsible, but I also understand why there's rules. But for me, it was like, oh, okay, whatever. Um, it's for me, it yeah. was a deal breaker. I flew a couple yeah. times inside the house. That was nice. That's, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> the Phantom Four. That's pretty. Uh, yeah, it's, it's such a loud mosquito flying. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and I didn't notice, and then I took it off, and then just the dust was everywhere. Oh yeah, because it's. it's uh, it has. It's a lot crazy of, how much they can. Hmm. They can push lots of air. Yeah, it's a fantastic. It's just like an airplane, really. Yeah, it's really fun. It's mm. a good, uh, good hobby to get into for sure. What do you like about drones? I just like uh I kind of always liked photography but I never I always thought it was like super expensive to get into and I've always been fascinated with drones but um I just thought they were like ridiculously expensive and I didn't really look into them anymore. Yeah. Um I just like the it's just cool to be able to you know fly something. Yeah so far and and so high and see some cool stuff that you can't see from other perspectives mm -hmm. um so it really it got me into the everything photography and and video editing i started the whole mm. the whole thing is it a similar feeling if like you be on the boat on the water and you can just like this is your moment or is it different it's it's different i think when i'm out on the boat It's definitely a, a cool feeling just to be out in the water and, and cruising around. But just something about the drone is just like not – I think it's because not a lot of people get to experience the – Yeah. You know, you can see some, some cool stuff and see things from from a place that most people wouldn't be able to see it from. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get that. How many battery packs do you own for one? I have three batteries for my Mavic Air 2. So, uh, when I bought it, I got the Fly More combo. Yeah, so, so. It's, it's serious. Yes, yes, they're expensive. <laughs> That's good. I love it. Absolutely love it. And I, I, I find them they're very fascinating too. Yeah, there's just something about it. I can't explain it. But once I flew my first even it was just a hundred and fifty dollar one. I was like, mm -hmm. this is incredible. Yeah, I bought my first one was from Shoppers Drug Mark, and they, yeah, they had nice. some kind of deal, and it was like it was a parrot, and it was like just okay. like and it was just like foam, seven twenty camera, and I mm -hmm. had to control it with my phone. Yeah, and um, every time I would it would launch itself into the air, I would lose connection because it's not like it's like ten twenty meters maybe max. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then one day I launched it, and I lived in the in the boomies. And it just like I lost connection. It just took off. Yeah, into the bush. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was like, okay, that's it. I found it, but then after that, I upgraded. 
Yeah, see, that's pretty much the same thing yeah. I did. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how did you get into taking pictures? Because that's like something that you define yourself by, right? Yeah, now I think uh, I think originally um, I was so fascinated with the drone and what I could see, I started making videos, um, just putting together rough videos, and then I tend to go pretty hard into my uh, hobbies. Mm. So I immediately got Premiere Pro, started learning like about video editing, the basics, what I needed to know, yeah. started compiling videos, and then I was like, you know what would be cool if I... I started a YouTube channel so like I could show my videos to my friends and my grandparents and my, my mom, you know, anyone who wanted yeah. to see like what I was doing. And then from there, kind of, look, I got some good feedback from my original drone videos, even though they were like pretty amateur. Mm. And, uh, and then eventually I said, uh, I started taking pictures with the drone, sharing them on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, when did you open up I, your YouTube uh, channel? Sorry to interrupt you. Uh, jeez. I think my first upload was maybe early. No, I was at the Cascades and it was still winter. So maybe February of 2019. 2019. Okay, good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And then I started doing stuff with my phone, filming stuff on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, cause the start, the further I got into learning how to video edit, the more I wanted to make other content Yeah, that I always kind of thought was like impossible or, or just wasn't, or I didn't have the confidence to, to put it out there on, on the internet. Yeah. Why is, why did you have that feeling? I don't know. I think it's, it's, I watched a, a masterclass of a, a famous photographer and, uh, he said, when you, when you sh- take a picture or a video, or you make a like a you take a picture and you edit it or you you film a video and you put it out there on online it's almost like you're like it's very personal okay you know what i mean like if i make a video i spend time editing it to how kind of i think it's going to look good mm. or if i take a picture i think like this is a great picture i'm going to mm. you know edit it a little bit and then i put it out online and then you're like really proud of it and happy mm. with it and it's kind of like a little bit nerve-wracking just to throw it out there because it's like almost it's, it's like a little piece of yourself yeah that, it's part uh, of you it leaves you exposed you know vulnerable for feedback and mm. and it's just it's a tough thing to to do originally i think okay i i respect that do you feel like you handling critique better now than at the beginning yeah i think i'm pretty open um like i love i'd love feedback if if uh if someone gives me feedback on a photo or a video, I'm always, I'm always looking for, for critique because I feel like most people are like, yeah, your pictures look great. Mm. And like, Oh, they turned out so good. And they're like, everyone's positive and that's great. And I really appreciate the the positivity. It like fuels me to go. Yeah. And like makes me feel good about what I'm doing. But at the same time, like I'm, I want to get really good at something. I want to get it my done. Pictures. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> Any critique I can get on my on my video or my photo, like really, is like appreciated because mm. you know you I see things from my point of view, um, but who knows how how someone else might see it in their opinion? It's hard sometimes, 
You oh, know? big time. Yeah. Some people are like some people you can kill off with just a not easy comment and, you know, and other people you, they don't, they don't mind. And then yeah, also, like, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Sorry. And then also you don't want to be the asshole when you say, hey, I think you misspelled this, right? I mean, maybe you just let it slide. Sometimes people do that. Yeah, I think it's 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 nice to have a little bit of both. It's nice to get the positivity and the and the yeah. the positive feedback from your friends, but it's nice also to have somebody who who maybe is in the space, like another photographer or something. Mm. Yeah, no, I understand. Uh, DM you maybe maybe don't comment like this sucks on my pictures. <laughs> but uh, you know send me a dm and be like hey like i think this picture is good but like you could do this and this maybe yeah. next time to, yeah I, I uh, d- that would mean a lot yes i did i did like i started to do reels like maybe half a year ago or whatever then launched it and yeah i tried to do this voice acting where you play a song and you have to talk with the song at the same time mm-hmm. and you know i didn't know i just really tried too hard and but there's an option actually Mickey told me you can slow down the time and then you just like slow. Oh. So you don't even have to say it in, in like, it's so easy. Oh, I didn't even know that either. I'm, yeah. I'm scared to do reels. I always see <laughs> see them and I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a button where you slow it down and you can just slow it down as much as you want to. And then you, you the text weeds itself out and you just read it. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know either. And then I was like, thanks, Mickey. You want to come on the podcast? Yeah. And she said, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. And the, the rest is history. There we go. Mm. And now she started her own podcast. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. I love it. It's good, yeah. Yeah. So critique is good. Feedback, honest, you like. That's nice. I'll, uh, that's. I have huge respect for that. Yeah, I feel like you. if you want to um, get better at something... Um, you kind of need like a, a, another person to maybe, maybe you don't like what they say. Maybe you don't agree with it, mm. but the next time you're editing a photo or, or taking a photo, you'll definitely like, maybe he's, you know, maybe he's right. Maybe I'll try that. Yeah. Yeah. You can always try. And then if you don't like it, you just leave it. Exactly. Like everyone work. has their own style, right? There's, there's like the thing I've noticed uh, ever since I started taking pictures was there's so many uh, local photographers. So competitive. Oh, and there's, and they're all so good. Mm. Like I, I, I like every time I'm looking at the Thunder Bay page, it's like, holy, like, holy shit. There's so many good photographers. Like, I'm glad this is my hobby. Like, I don't, I don't want to turn it into a business because I don't, I don't know if I could compete honestly. Mm. And I wouldn't, it's not like a, it's not a competition either. It's a, it's, it's more of like a good community of photographers, I think. And I think that's important, but I just like keeping it a hobby. It's more fun and less, less serious for me, but Mm. there's just so many and they all take such great photos. It's, it's pretty crazy. It is. It's, this is, I think one of the most competitive areas in, in Thunder Bay for like a hobby or self-starting business. It's huge. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, but for you, it's more YouTube than I guess. Yeah, I uh, well, a little of both. I, I've like as soon as I started taking pictures, I was like, okay, I got to push myself. So I was asking friends and family, and you know, I'll take pictures of your kids for free, or your families, or I'll take pictures of your dogs. I'll take pictures of like whatever. Um, I just want to get experience under my belt, so I can kind of, yeah, you know, learn a little bit and and get my own style, and then. Uh, 
I still had the the folding tables in the in the office here, so mm. the uh, the YouTube game was kind of put on a pause. I have a lot of ideas, but now that the the studio's kind of ready here, I'll yeah, I'll be back on the YouTube grind as well. How, how do you do this with videos for YouTube? Do you have like a book? You have ideas, right? But how do you handle ideas? How do you do you write a script? Are you improvising? Like if I say, let's say the first episode you did, right? When you said, "Hey, I'm back," kind of. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> how long did that take you to produce those minutes of the first video? That was like, like um, basically as long as the video is, like a five minutes or whatever, times that by by two, and and that's how long it took to film. Oh, that's not bad. Had an idea of what I wanted to do. I went in. I used obviously other other youtubers like filming techniques where i had it in the fridge and i opened the fridge and grabbed the yeah, camera yeah, yeah. and i had it in different spots you know what i mean mm. just to try out different styles and and what i kind of like yeah um so yeah i had an idea it was just me like talking head super uh just trying to get uh, i don't even want to say comfortable in front of the camera but mm -hmm. <clears throat> trying to get comfortable and uh yeah and It was really quick to film, and then editing took a little bit longer, but it always does. Yeah. How much time do you spend on editing? It depends. I mean, uh, <clears throat> if I have a good idea of, of how I want things to go, mm. um, it's a lot easier. I think uh, I've seen a Westfort Films uh, shared a story on their Instagram once about uh, – Uh, the they were making a video for someone and last minute they wanted to change the song mm. and how like that's not just like a quick like yeah I'll just change the song really quick because your video kind of edits around the music okay. right to make everything flow nicely yeah so if I have an idea of what I want to do and 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 have a song ready yeah like or or kind of like a speed of song something like that in mind it's a lot easier to throw my ideas together and then i kind of know how it's gonna how it's gonna edit um but if i if i kind of just like have an idea and i want to film it and then i go into to premiere pro and i don't have a song it's like uh i start i make an edit and then i'm like i'm just gonna find a song that fits this mm -hmm. and like learning from failures uh you got to find the song before you edit for sure okay yeah Yeah, uh, but so do you need the song when you film the scenes? You don't need the song, but I think you have to have an idea of what kind of song you want to use. Okay. And and because I'm like a very inexperienced, so I take like, okay, I'm going to take one shot of this. Mm. Whereas as a, someone who has more experience or hopefully I learned from my mistakes and hopefully I will do this now is take, like let's say I wanted to film um, – Oh, I got a protein powder. I want to do some B-roll of it and like kind of go around it slowly. And I can take it from different angles mm -hmm. and, and maybe in different spots and, and different speeds. I mean, you can edit the speed in post, but it's always nice to kind of like have a, a bunch of different options. Yes. So you don't go in and you're like, ah, oh, this song doesn't fit. Like I'm just frustrated. I'm two hours in and now what? <laughs> yeah. The, the, the flexibility of having more footage to work with is always amazing, right? Yeah, and it's not like it takes long to get most of the shots. Mm. So, Yeah. Wow. Where does that passion come from? Did, like, did there's always... You you went to, <laughs> You grew up, right? Somewhere? Are you born and raised in Thunder Bay? Yes, yes, yeah. born and raised, yeah. And you, you, you've, you went to high school, obviously? 
Yeah, I went to uh, Westgate. Nice. There you go. Yes. Did, you, did you play sports? No, I was uh, kind of like a very not shy. I was I was definitely like a little bit of like a class clown mm. attitude, but I was also I don't want to say bullied, but I was like picked on a little bit in school. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I didn't really have much confidence leaving high school or even in high school. Mm. Um, so after high school, <clears throat> like I always wanted to do do videos. I always wanted to make videos. I was always okay. fascinated um, by like video editing and stuff, but I never uh, went down that path until like now I'm like a, a pretty confident person and I'm comfortable mm. in my skin. But uh, yeah. For a long time, I was uh, just self-conscious and mm-hmm. didn't really follow my my uh, my dreams or my path that I wanted to take because I just didn't have the the confidence. Yeah, it's a personal journey. You you were, yeah definitely yeah you, it's a thing where you get to um, be comfortable even around yourself, right? Yeah, I think you have to, and and like this is important for for everybody uh listening i think you just have to kind of don't be uh don't be scared to to be yourself like you know i i was like a video game addict and still kind of am and mm. and i was always nerd like a kind of embarrassed and shy about it and and kind of thought i was a loser and this and that but uh <clears throat> You just kind of got to like, don't be scared to be you, you know? Yes. Everybody's different. And, and uh, there's a good documentary actually on Netflix. Uh, it's called We Are the Champions. It follows uh, people who do like, unique sports. Yeah. And there's one, uh, one of the episodes is uh, professional yo-yoing. Ah, yes, and, yes. And that one really resonated with me because all these all these kids come together and their yo-yo skills are insane, yeah, which in my opinion is like super cool. But, uh, you know, some people might not think they're cool and they kind of look like, you know, a little bit of a, like a shyer crowd and, and not confident. But mm. um, they, they, at the end of the day, they all came together and they had a community of people yes. like supporting them. It's just like, like anybody with like a, like video games or whatever, there's always a community of people with, with like interests that you can join. Yeah. And, uh, and I think that's important to have when you're trying to be comfortable in your own skin. That's a very good point. I like that you and uh, that you explained that. Did you? You said you had this love to for videos, the the content. Is that something like you watched movies when you grew up, and then, or how did that happen? I think it started when I was in. What what year did I? I think I started watching YouTube in in grade ten. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so long time ago, <laughs> and. Uh, And I was just fascinated with with the like I started watching like just like smaller creators like YouTube was first starting it was like Philip DeFranco and Smosh and PewDiePie and PewDiePie yeah and then as I got older I started watching um, what was that food cooking show where they use mm. bacon with everything yeah the meat the meat guy yeah yeah I just saw him on TikTok no <clears throat> oh, did you yeah 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 so I started watching that and then then. Um, towards the end of high school, I, I got into working out and then I started watching, uh, Christian Guzman and Steve Cook and, and, uh, a bunch of like fitness YouTubers. And mm-hmm. then I was, that's where the fascination like really started. Okay. So 
that's also working out. Is that something big for you now too? Huge, yeah. I think it gave really? me uh, gave me confidence and uh, helped me like grow into the person that I am now. Nice. Um, kind of found a community a little bit, you know. Yes. Uh, what What do you do? If you... Uh, just I don't oh, I don't want to call it bodybuilding because I'm, you know, strength training. Yeah, I do strength, mostly strength and hypertrophy training. Okay, so it's probably bodybuilding. Technically, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Just yeah. be you. I love that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like strength training is so important. Yeah, I think it was. It's it's good for for. It gave me confidence. Obviously, I, I think I was when, when I was in high school. I was like a six two, one hundred and sixty five pounds. Mm. Uh, and then a couple of years after high school, I was six two, like almost two hundred pounds. Ooh. So it definitely gave me like a, a ton of confidence. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then, uh, <laughs> the awesome. newbie gains were were awesome for me. Yeah. And then uh, I thought I was going to be a fitness YouTuber, and I thought I was going to compete, and I thought I was going to go down that path. And then I just decided that's that's not for me. Mm. Um, but I still I'm at the gym every day still. Yeah. Why did you decide against it? If you don't mind asking. I think I had a, a pretty good physique when I was uh, around twenty twenty one. I tried like a competition diet, like I pretended. Yeah, and uh, and I think I got in like pretty good shape. Um, I don't have any of those pictures on my Instagram, but maybe one day. Sure. <laughs> but uh, I just I, the diet, like I I listened to your your episode with Andre and he said the dieting is like what gets most people out of it. And he, and that's what got me out of it. Yeah. He, he said that. And I was like, really? I couldn't do it. It yeah. was, uh, it was awful. <laughs> and I mean, I didn't have a coach or nothing. I was just kind of like going home and I was eating chicken and rice yeah. and I, and I would like put on YouTube videos. I'll just lay in bed like a zombie, just mm. like exhausted from my workout and from like probably not eating enough. But, uh, yeah. And I just, I was like, I can't do this. I love chicken fingers too much. Ooh. Yeah. Breaded chicken is the best. Uh, yeah. And then, are you allowed to put hot sauce on stuff? I'm kind of uh, sensitive to hot foods. Mm. I wish that I was more um, seasoned, I guess, when yeah. it comes to hot food. But I'm, I'm I just dip my uh, chicken fingers in ketchup or plum sauce depending on the yeah. what kind of breading you know yeah sometimes it's so nice you don't even have to exactly do you dip your pizza in ranch sauce you know, that's something that's new to me but i've i've started <laughs> yes. i always thought people were nuts right like <laughs> pizza's so good what are you dipping it for but then i you know i was like oh this ain't so bad actually yeah, yeah. i started doing this after i heard that there's the, this pierogi pizza at uh, oh, yeah. Eat Local, and they yeah. give you sour cream with it. So you dip your pizza oh. into the sour cream. That's that's kind of interesting. Yeah, that was like I was then I was intrigued. Yeah, now you're awakened. <laughs> <laughs> you know, might as well try this. I'm just like, oh, okay, that's, that's that's not bad. Yeah, I had a pizza and uh, I did some work in Red Lake, and uh, it was a, a chicken pizza, but it. It instead of pizza sauce, it had uh, honey garlic. Mm. It was like amazing. This was bread with chicken. It was like a pizza, mm. but instead of the pizza sauce, it was honey garlic sauce, and then 
cheese, and oh. then there was bacon, ham, and chicken on it. It was like Ooh, phenomenal. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, it was good. Uh, are you hungry right now? I just ate actually, but yeah, now I'm thinking about fucking pizza now. So <laughs> yeah, stop talking about it right now. It's <laughs> oh, good. Okay, so you you had your ideas and everything came together with your passions, what you like, and then yeah. I, sorry, go ahead. No, oh yeah, I basically just started watching. Um, uh, like uh, as YouTube progressed and as people got more professional with their stuff, um, uh, Christian Guzman had uh, some like phenomenal uh, editing on his on his videos. Mm. He'd have really nice like he'd be like, okay, like I'm going to the gym, I'm gonna hit chest and arms or whatever today, mm. and I'd just be like, okay, well I'm eating my chicken and rice. But like the the he had a videographer and he would the way he filmed and edited and put everything together with the music was just like amazing and it was just phenomenal editing and that's what i was like this is awesome and yeah. like at that time i was like full-fledged into to fitness i was posting uh food pictures on instagram and like mm. shirtless pics and i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna do it and then mm. i just <laughs> fizzled mm. do you want to say why I just, uh, I think it was like a little bit of a confidence thing at the time. And also I just didn't have the, the resources to, to start filming my workouts and, and getting into the next level of it. I was out of town for work lots and okay. back and forth to trade school. So yeah. So more just complex. Good, yeah. Yeah. Mm. It was just too much going on at the time. Yeah. Okay. And if you could do it now, would you do it? Uh, I don't think so. No way. Eh? I think I'm happy. I'm comfortable, right? I'm happy in my skin and, and with what I'm doing. Um, and I don't think I want to be that person that I thought I wanted to be. It's, it's like you're over it a little bit? Yeah, I think I'm happy with going to the gym, getting my workout in for the day, and then coming home and, and getting back to to like editing mm -hmm. and, and photography and stuff. I'm just in a different place. Like, don't get me wrong. My, my workouts are, are still, uh, pretty intense and, and I go hard, but I'm just not, uh, there's better people to follow than me for, for fitness and Thunder Bay. Anyway, that's for sure. Maybe, but I think, I think more what I get out of it is that you is, I think it's almost like you develop in a different direction and you, you really good with that. Yeah, I'm ha yeah, that's mm. a good way to put it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I think that's what that's what my ears tell me. But you know, I could be wrong. <laughs> no, I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, okay, so then you started your YouTube channel, but that was a little bit while after, right? Yeah, that was a long time after. I uh... so you you did you did you have a lot of cameras already then, or did you pile them up, or did you buy some, or what happened? So I, I just used my phone for my, my Instagram at the time. And then oh, when I okay. decided I didn't want to be a, a fitness influencer on, on Instagram, mm. um, I uh, just kind of like got off Instagram. Oh. Yeah, I took probably a two-year break from Instagram. I thought I, it was kind of consuming me. Yes. Um. And I and uh, everything I followed on Instagram was fitness, 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 fitness. So, you know, I like mm. this guy, I like that guy's physique, you know. Yeah. 
And then it was just like big butts and, and chiseled dudes all over my Instagram feed. <clears throat> and it kind of gives you like a, a false sense of reality. Yes. You know, you see these, these physiques that, you know, attainable or not, like are very, very good and, and hard to, to get to that point. Um, oh, bugs. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> um, and you just kind of like it hurts your self confidence a bit, I think, depending on how you take it, and and it kind of put me in a, in a negative headspace uh, in terms of like self image. Yes. So is it, is I kind of is it compa- took a break. Yeah. Is that comparison, or is it? Just- I think so. Yeah. I think you kind of look at yourself in the mirror, and 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 I'm the kind of person who's like. This week I'm going to put on weight. Next week I'm going to cut weight. I'm very wishy-washy with what I want to do because mm. um, I'll have a, a day where I look in the mirror and I'm like, uh, you know, your your stomach's looking a little chub. Now it's time to lose weight. And mm. then I'll be like, uh, next week I'll be like, ah, you should bulk up and put on some size. You know, you got a mm. big frame. Okay. So I think that plus the Instagram thing was just too much for my for my brain to handle at the time. Yeah, it's good. Why not take a break? You know, yeah, it's, that's I think good. You, that's like a total reset, and you know, you you can find yourself and you can listen to yourself instead of defining yourself by others. Exactly, and and even now, I I'm on Instagram every day, but um, whether I'm posting or not, I try not to follow too many pages. Mm. Um, so, so that I have a, like a little bit of a personal. Um, not connection, but a personal touch where I see everybody that I follow, I can see all of their posts, right? It's hard. It's hard. It is. Yeah, I know. Sometimes it's just like I, I've, I engage with some persons and I like, I like their stuff. And then a couple of weeks later, I realized that I can't see the posts anymore because the algorithm is just not giving it to me. Yeah. And then you follow too many pages and then you're scrolling and you're scrolling and you're scrolling just to find like, I follow, sometimes I follow too many like fitness brands and they post like, you know, we're releasing this and this and this and this. And it's just like, I, I I'm <coughs> sorry. Mm-hmm. They post every five minutes and you yeah, just and like, like, you can't <laughs> scroll and because it's just the next post again and again. <laughs> it just happens so fast. I have that too. Yeah. It's too much sometimes. Mm. Okay. So, so um, how? what's your social media rule then? You, like, I have this rule. I set that on myself that I engage only as much as I also the same time I post. So if it takes me 10 minutes to post something, I engage 10 minutes and then I'm out of there. And That's pretty good. You know, I because I don't like... And then with messages, I, I find myself, it takes me like, man, it takes me a couple hours or it takes me half a day. I cannot just get back all the time. Yeah. I'd say I try to, uh, to spend as little time on Instagram as possible um, other than like before bed in the morning. Uh, depending on, on what I'm doing at coffee break at work, I'll, I'll scroll through Instagram, but sometimes I have emails or, yeah. or something else that I'm going to take that 10 or 15 minutes to look at. Mm. Um, and while I'm eating lunch, sometimes I like to watch like some YouTube videos or whatever. So yeah, yeah. it just depends. Yeah, that's good. Okay. So you, you, you find that passion with the pictures. Yeah. I, uh, I always, I had a friend that lived with me uh, when I lived with my parents when I was about 18 or 19 and he uh, 
he went, came on some hard times and, and, uh, he had no real family locally. So my parents said, yeah, you can, you can stay with us. And he stayed with us for a couple of months. And then he came home one day with, uh, like a $5,000 camera. And my mom just was like, we can't house you here for free. If you're, Mm -hmm. you know, if you've been here for three months and you bought a, you know, $5,000 camera and and he was working, he was doing his thing and he wanted to be a photographer and he is in town now, but nice. Um, just my, it was like, I was like, holy shit, like to be a photographer, you need a $5,000 camera. I was like, I can never like do that. And I, and that's it. Right. I didn't look any further into it. Um, and I just assumed that you needed like an, an expensive camera to really compete. Mm. The thing is, if you have those expensive cameras and you're the absolute beginner, you don't know how to work them though. Yeah. Uh, I've, the first thing I watched on YouTube was just how to set up a camera and, and the basic features like aperture, shutter speed, uh, ISO, and, and all that. And uh, and you can get really nice shots mm. on, like I have a, like my camera was 750 bucks. Yeah. And uh, you can still get some nice professional shots depending on which lenses you use and, and if you're good with your and with your settings and mm-hmm. you don't need that quality. Obviously, the the higher uh, price range of the camera, the higher quality it's going to be. More options you get, and the more forgiveness the sensor is to light, so yeah, you can get better low light shots or, mm. or stuff like that. I always compare it to the bikes, the bicycles, like the road bikes. Like you can, okay, you that's can, a good one. You can get those road bikes that are like twenty five thousand dollars, and yeah. they maybe they are like compared to mine that like I bought I bought like a year old one and last year's model and it's just like yeah, yeah no carbon fiber, <laughs> but I I only use it for training, right? I'm, yeah. I'm I'm not racing, and yes, you can you those bikes have an advantage, but you know, if you put the advantage against the money and depending on what you do, sometimes I think you can get away with something that is not as expensive yeah 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 definitely i and that's true like uh especially for photography i watched a video on uh it was a it was a i think it was a canon mark d or mark five two or whatever canon uh 5d mark two or something Mm. expensive camera at the time and and they made a comparison of of uh it versus uh, I think it was my camera that I bought mm. and uh, you can get away with like a, a lot with good lighting and uh, and a right lens in your camera with a good, with proper settings. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for me, I'm just starting it as a hobby. Maybe one day if my YouTube gets, you know, some sort of traction or something one day, I'll, uh, I'll upgrade my equipment. But for now, this is, this is a perfect setup for me. Perfect. How many episodes are you into the revival of your YouTube channel? Well, I failed my uh, two uploads a week pretty early on. <laughs> I just, uh, I was ready. I, th- I think I, I spent enough time in front of the camera making those videos. And I was like, okay, I'm like, um, I'm happy talking in front of the camera. I'm not uh, as nervous anymore. And I'm more excited uh, to make the videos. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm going to, it's time to branch off into, into what I actually want to do with the channel. And then I just started thinking about those foldable tables and I didn't have, I waited for my lighting to come in. I got mm-hmm. uh, some lights in and then I got some it's other beautiful. equipment. It's yeah, beautiful. it looks, it looks, I'm happy with it. I think with a little bit of color grading yeah. and like maybe uh, move the tripod around a little bit, I could get a, a 
pretty nice quality uh, yeah. video. So it is. It looks really good. You just got to yeah, put something so, in the background, maybe. Yeah. Well, I'll, I think it's going to be like shot from over here, so you'll be able to see my computer and mm. the monitors and the desk, okay. and I'll kind of have products that I want to talk about on the desk. Yes. That the the yeah. viewer can see. That's a good idea. I thought about that too for my YouTube channel, but I don't yeah. because I could do I could do reviews on the audio equipment that I'm using all the time. Oh, that's a really good idea. But but I don't know because it's like, like I guess I could break it up in the playlists. Right. Yeah, that's a good idea, yeah. Yeah, because um, maybe find it that way. Because I find YouTube is like, YouTube seems to be, um, it's hard to grow. Oh, it's it's very hard. I think you have to sort of play the algorithm. And if you don't know how to play the algorithm, you know, you're kind of just like putting like a oh, hashtag camera in your, in your video tags. And people are like, we don't, that's not going to get you anywhere. No one's going to be able to see that. Mm. Um, <laughs> so I think uh, reviews usually do fairly well. Yeah. And it's a good way to, to, I think, especially with people watching the podcast on YouTube and they know, and then you're reviewing the equipment you're using, they can kind of go to your videos and say, oh, like, I really like the way his mic sounds and, mm. and, and, Oh, this is really nice. Like the way his video is shot or this and that. And they can be like, okay, this is what I can kind of expect from this product, yeah. you know? And then they have something to relate it to rather than just being like, yeah, I bought this and I have no proof how it works. And, mm. you know? Yeah. Because there's people who just buy and think, or maybe they get them even who knows. And then they yeah. just review it and then then off to the next thing. Yeah, so a company sends it for free, and they're like, "Yeah, this this is the best that you can get. I highly recommend it. Link in the description." And then they like never even used it, you know. <laughs> so I think that's like where I'm going. It's like Dilly's Dailies is going to be like products that I use and have used on like almost a daily basis. Yeah, for like a few years, and I'll kind of review review those, and then I might move into like a supplement review. Mm -hmm. Or more review like proteins and pre workouts and stuff, and not so much on the science behind them, but like the taste and and how they, yeah. they enhance my workout and stuff like that. Just because I'm in the tech space, um, <clears throat> like I'm super tech heavy on on my YouTube channel, uh, like for as for what I watch, and um, I like to have like really nice technology, and and I read a lot of reviews and watch a lot of reviews on products before I buy them. Yeah. Um, so I feel like if I, and I review everything I buy on Amazon just to give my opinion of it and, yeah. and help maybe, maybe help somebody, you know, maybe they see my review and, and they're like, Oh, he, he didn't really like it for, for this reason. Well, that's kind of what I want it for. So maybe I won't buy it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I think reviews are great. Yeah. So Do you like video reviews more than the written word. Yeah, I think if I'm uh, if I'm buying something, uh, especially on Amazon, um, I'll read the reviews, and then depending on what kind of product is, I'll, I'll look it up on YouTube and I'll watch a couple different videos just to make sure they're not all just "Hey, they sent me this for free" kind of mm -hmm. videos. Yeah. Okay, so what else do you want to do with your channel? Because you do like for me, let's just let let me say what I find. So if okay. I, I watch your videos, I find there's a, definitely a nice twist of comedian inside you. Yeah, I, I, I like I, 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 I think I have some good ideas with like um, how to 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 spin videos. Mm -hmm. 
I had a video idea and, and, and maybe it'll come to fruition one day, maybe not. <clears throat> but uh, I, uh, I had bought and I'd watched Shark Tank, yeah. uh, the show Shark Tank. And uh, me and my girlfriend are like heavy, heavy into the show. And, and we've bought like multiple products off the show. Okay. So this one product came on, it's called the Ice Shaker and the, the Gronk family, like uh, Rob Gronkowski, the pro football player, his whole family came on and pitched this thing called the Ice Shaker. And it's basically like a, like a Yeti, mm. like a Yeti mug, but yeah. for protein. Ah. So it's like, an, it's like an evolutionary protein shaker. It's like the next big thing. And I was like, I'm sold. I'm sold. I'm like, I'm getting one. So I got, I ordered two. There's one here, mm. ah. big green one, very nice, very heavy duty. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to make like a fake commercial mm. for the ice shaker. Yes. And, uh, and I was like, and I'm going to, we I was going to get my, my friends and his, and his brother um, to, to go. They have like some heavy gauge uh, rifles. Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to get them to shoot like those Popeye shakers that you get for free when you spend so much money yeah. and make them like explode because the, uh, the drone, my Mavic Air 2 now shoots in slow-mo, like 240 frames per second. Beautiful. So you could get a really nice like slow-mo. Mm. So I was going to be like, what are you guys drinking that for? You know, you guys should be trying out the ice shaker and I'd give it to him and he'd sip it. He'd be like, Holy, you know, this is heavy duty. This is awesome. And he's like, what am I going to do with this now? Or something. I'd be like, I have an idea. And we'd we'd go out to my buddy's (laughs) property and blow it up and I'd get some cool drone footage and camera footage and and edit it together. Nice. And and that was one of my original ideas. So Mm. I think that might still happen. Maybe, uh, Maybe in the winter we can get uh, it'll look cool with a white background and we put some red food coloring in and Ooh. and blow it up or something and yes we'll see I, I definitely like want to bring a little bit of fun and and comedy to my channel but mm-hmm. um, it's, it's gonna just be kind of like it's gonna be me and what I kind of like that spit onto a YouTube channel I think yeah it's your character it's in you yeah 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 it's you. I love yes. that. Did you watch that movie with Adam Sandler on Netflix, the Halloween one, where he has yeah, this, yeah, this, Hubie Hubie Doobie or whatever, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because he has this bottle. Because this is what reminds me of your protein shake. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> his, because his bottle, everything comes out of it, right? Yeah, it turns to, into everything. Uh, speaker, uh, <laughs> flashlight. Yeah. Or what else did he have? Like can opener i don't know yeah it was like retractable he like threw it and like it hit something and it like came back to him yes. like it, was, it was crazy grapple hook he yeah watched. yeah that's right <laughs> so good so th- yeah. but yours doesn't do that right no it's just uh it's basically like a heavy duty shaker i'm gonna mm. give a little if you guys want the ice shaker man you should check it out anyways okay. yeah. um it's a little they're a little bit more pricey mm. For sure, but it's like a stainless steel aluminum combo with like a really heavy duty plastic lid. Mm. So it's like a thick plastic. So basically, the 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 pitch that they gave on Shark Tank was um, because it's like a stainless steel aluminum uh, alloy that it it the scent won't stick to it and the taste won't stick to it. Mm. And like with my plastic shakers, I've put a pre workout into it. I've given it like a pretty good rinse and a scrub with a brush. And then next time I put something into it, I can kind of not taste, but smell mm-hmm. what was in it, especially like I've left protein and shakers for, for 
not I don't want to say weeks, but at least a couple days. Yeah, yeah. And then you open it and you're like, oh, this is like Oh damn. This is a biohazard. Yeah. I need to get rid of this. What did I do? Whereas these the the scent doesn't absorb into the metal, so it's <laughs> it's good for everything. And it keeps uh everything in it cold for like uh, up to 30 hours yeah and you can use it as a warm-up right use the curls because it's so heavy it's, uh, you can just this one it. this one's the tall one this is the big one it's uh when it's full of water it's heavy yeah 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 there you go i love it yeah absolutely love it see you should be uh you should do that and bring a hel yeah. bring a helicopter in jump out of it yeah there you go <laughs> I definitely have some some ideas for for products that I really like. I'll I'll put like a I'll give them like some free promo. You know, you said like a lot of companies today. I feel like don't don't back up their promises mm. on products, and sometimes you buy something and you know you spend a, a good coin on it, and you're like ah, kind of disappointed with what you bought. Yeah. So companies that I like really enjoy their product, I have no problem. Mm giving them free whatever yeah you put yourself out there though too right people see yeah hey, well, for sure who, like who, who's I, that creator exactly and, and even i put uh, i was testing out product photography it was for a, a beard oil and uh and a hair gel mm. and the, the hair gel company featured me on their story and they sent me a dm uh, and they're like thanks for checking out our product uh if there's any other products you want off our, our site let us know yeah and uh just it's like i'm like i, I appreciate that right i i uh yes I, when i take a picture of something and a, and a company likes it enough to share it you know that means means uh mm. something to me yes 100 and it looks like you got lots of beer all on there right now Yeah, I thought I would glisten it up, you know, now that you're the, the <laughs> podcast is on YouTube. Give me a little... Uh, yeah. 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 Let's be like, ooh, you'll be yeah, shiny. It's on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <sighs> so you, would you want to do YouTube totally full time? Is that, uh, is that something? If, in the, if you could, would you? I'm very intrigued um, to know. Yeah, I think if if it got to the point where, and I'm not, you know, I don't hate my job or nothing, but if it got to the point where I could I could make videos for a living and yeah. and kind of like um, vlog here and there and and kind of do something like that, I think I I think I would. Mm. For how long would you do it, and how honest would you be? That's a tough one. You know, you always you you think before the fact, like I'm I'm going to review everything with with integrity and no one's going to be able to buy me yes. and then you know a company's like we'll give you ten thousand dollars if you give us a good review mm. or you know who knows i don't know what they're paying the big creators these days sure. you know it's it's you know yeah. once you're put in that position i think i could say right now i would never you know i have integrity and i would never you know yeah take that deal but who knows you know it's hard Because you have to, you have to like make a living and support your family or you know your setting where you are, and think about life and someday you want to retire, whatever. Yeah, I think if I if I got big enough and I, and to the point where I was like making a good good coin that I could quit my job uh, off YouTube, then I would obviously uh, be in a position to to turn down deals like that, and and lots of people that I watch. Um, appreciate that they turn down deals from from companies that they don't exactly believe in their vision yeah um so i'd like to think and hope that i would be able to do the same mm. in that spot that's a good mindset i like that 
I feel like it kind of, you know, it only takes one one or two reviews of a product that's that's crap for you to lose your credibility, especially on YouTube when so many people are in the same space. So True. Yeah, also very competitive, right? And then they bump this yes. all up now. You need a thousand yeah. watch hours and no, four thousand watch hours and then a thousand yeah, they subscribers. Really, yeah, yeah. 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 But hey, who knows? Do you do you put yourself under pressure or are you able to work with pressure? I think I work better. It's hard to say. I think when I'm under pressure, I'm almost rush a little bit mm -hmm. just because I'm I feel like I'm under the gun and I'm it's and I'm like got people like expecting uh, stuff from me but I, I also like I'm more now looking back at my old YouTube videos trying to be more picky with what I put out mm. so I'd say I work okay under pressure as long as I have, as long as I can stick to the goals and, and the deadlines I have in, in my head. Mm -hmm. um, that's something I struggle with here and there. I get a little bit lazy. Yeah. Um, but I started a new program, mental program this week. Ah. Yes. So we'll see how that goes. It's, it's I call it the, the needs. Mm. So there's things I need to, like I need to do every day. Okay. Uh, so I need to wake up uh, with only snoozing my alarm once. That was a big one for me. I'd snooze my alarm 10 times. Yeah. Uh, if I was having a, like a lazy mental strength week, um, I need to row a thousand meters at the beginning of my workouts mm. to get me uh, back. I, I know we, we talked before about the rowing Yeah. and I was like, I was into it. I was heavy into it. And then the gyms opened back up and I was just kind of like, bleh. Yeah. What's your average for a thousand? I think today I did the today was the first day since I've started it. Like I just started uh, uh, last week, and then I had the COVID thing, so I didn't go. Yes, but uh, today was the first day. I think I did it in three minutes and forty eight seconds. That's just, very good. And I, that's not bad, eh? No, that's so, very good. If you do five hundred meters under two, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So I was happy with that. I was I was dead after, but mm. it, it fueled a good workout because then my heart rate was up and I was in the zone, right? Yeah. So, and then uh, another need is uh, I need to meal prep. I was getting weak and skipped the dishes, took over my phone. So mm -hmm. I had some bad weeks where I was uh, eating out a lot and uh, just, to, just to keep the spending under control and kind of mm -hmm. get, you know, get back to a routine. I, I got a meal prep now. And then, uh, other than that, I think I'm pretty, pretty good with going to bed at a decent hour and limiting like the time I spend playing games and kind of having a, a good balance in my life. Okay. Do you um, do you have like six hours of sleep, seven or eight? What 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 do you do? I like I like to get to bed before twelve. I think. Um, mm, yeah. I think that helps me because I usually set my alarm for 6.30. I have to be at work for 8. Yes. But I, I need – oh, another need is uh, eating breakfast. Mm -hmm. There's lots of times I'd go to work and I wouldn't eat breakfast. And I think I need – and I noticed that I needed to, like, eat breakfast and, like, wake up on time and, and kind of 
get my morning going. I think yeah, if you have a good morning and and a, yeah. you get up and you get a little bit established and you're not rushed, then you're sets you up for a, a better day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your breakfast like? Nothing crazy. Uh, I usually try and stay pretty quiet, so I'll do Cheerios or or, or toast or yeah. just trying to have something. That's good. If I yeah. don't eat breakfast and like a huge amount of breakfast, I fall apart. Oh, really? Eh? <laughs> yeah. I usually like have bacon, eggs, hash I, browns. I have four sunny side up eggs and then wow. two slices of bread. One with, oh, that's good. One with cheese and one with Nutella. <laughs> Ooh, nice. That's actually, that's a good combo. Yeah, I get, I get my fat, I get my cheese, and I get my bread, and I get my sweet. I'm gonna have to try. Maybe I'll try something else tomorrow morning. <laughs> and you know, I like I try to eat like oh, let's eat oats this morning, and I have this huge pile of oats. But like an hour later, I'm hungry. Oh, really? Eh? Yeah. <clears throat> I just need this, and I think I need uh, whatever is in there, like the animal products. It's just it helps. Yeah. Me. It's like yeah. I, I can't do. I think eggs are pretty. Usually they make me feel pretty full. Mm. Like I feel like I, you know, I actually ate. I feel good after I have eggs. Yeah, and I feel it's for a while. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, and then how do you handle stress? I think uh, I get everything out at the gym. Honestly, good. I can have a, a terrible day, and then I go to the gym, and it kind of like resets my brain. Mm. You work at night, then? You work out at night? Uh, usually I go right after work, so around five o'clock. Okay. Yeah. You don't like the morning, the early morning? I tried. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I have a hard time working out on an empty stomach. Mm. And I have a hard time working out like right after I eat. Okay. So I, I tried a few times in the summer. Mm. If I'm going out or doing something on a Saturday and I still want to get a workout in, I'll try and go at like 5 a.m. Yeah. Um, usually I won't eat and then I'll get something after mm, yeah I just used to I used to I'd eat just an apple or a banana and then I could make it till the workout was over yeah just that I, I, go ahead sorry go ahead oh okay <laughs> zoom yeah. like, no no you no go <laughs> what about you no no go you first <laughs> what do you mean we can't talk at the same time <laughs> uh You know, I I think with the in-person, I used to be, I could not interrupt, but I could engage a little bit more. And now I always have to find the place where to say, hey, I want to ask you something in between. Yeah, it's it's because there's like a little bit of a delay. Yes. So it's hard to like, okay, I'm going to talk uh, now, but it, like I like might take a, yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> so hard. But it, I, I love it. You know, I felt like after last week's I did, I did last week's uh, with Al from Hot Sauce. And after that one, right. I, I was just like, ooh, this was good. And then the first one I did with Damian and I was like, I was still down a little bit and I felt like, ah, but you know, I... What we have seen in Thunder Bay now and how things are going, I'm glad I made that choice about a week or two weeks ago now where I said, okay, this is it for me. I need to do my part. Yeah, no, it's. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you did it because, like I said, I, I didn't get my COVID results until uh, till Sunday. Wow. Uh, Sunday morning. So yeah. I would have maybe even had to cancel or, or who knows, right? So this worked out great for me. Mm. 
Do you do you want to talk about this a little bit with the how long the test took and everything? Is that okay for you? Sure. Uh, yeah. If people don't know it, uh, I'm still got a cough and a little bit of a runny nose, but uh, my test was negative. So good. That's good news. Yeah. Um, so I didn't feel very good on Tuesday. Uh, sore throat, runny nose, cough, body aches, just feeling exhausted. Stayed home uh, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. Thursday, my girlfriend said, okay, you got to go in mm. and get tested because she's a nurse. And she was like, I can't uh-huh. with you. I can't go to work knowing that who knows what you have kind of thing. Yes. Um, so I was like, okay. So I booked my test Wednesday night. I went for my test Thursday morning at 1030. Oh, you got in quick then? Oh, yeah. You, they had openings the next day. Oh, beautiful. And I went down. I hated it. Uh, does it go down in the nose really deep or what? So uh, you sit there and she's like, it's going to feel like someone uh, shot pool water in your nose. Ah. And I'm like, oh, well, that's kind of crappy, but like, whatever. I thought it would be worse. And then and I, sh- I put my head back and, and she's like, don't wiggle. And then she starts going up and I don't like people touching my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My nose and my eyes especially. <laughs> so... So I started to wiggle, and she grabbed my chin and like pinned me to the to the, to the chair. And then yeah, it felt like somebody took like a little bit of like a water gun filled with pool water and just shot it up one of your nostrils for like three seconds. Like it was like a chlorine mm. burn almost on like somewhere that I've never been touched before. So yeah, it was super weird. Mm. Did it feel like but they then, touched your brain? I guess. I wouldn't say it feel like they touched your brain. It was almost like they went like, like just above your, th- like where your throat should be, right? Uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was unusual. And then, uh, and I went home, and my girlfriend went for a test uh, at seven o'clock the same day. Yeah. And since she's a nurse, she got her results in four hours. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Um, uh, she was negative, so I assumed I was negative, but I stayed home uh, until I got my results Sunday morning at Sunday. about 11. So, Wednesday, so Wednesday. basically, there's a, it's four days. Yeah, that's not too, too bad. No, it's it's it would be nice if it was sooner just because it <clears throat> makes mm. you wonder yeah. um, uh, like how many people they tested today won't know till. Uh, possibly you know thursday if they have it but i mean they're they're doing the best they can there's there's 100%. a lot of people going through there so yeah uh, no i'm with you they do the best they can yeah. the the thing is with the, the with the timeline then you would like you what you see today being released hey we had seven cases is then already way back right so we could be yeah we could be somewhere else further down or up and you would Ooh, no and you would hope after you get tested, a lot of people who who have it obviously are asymptomatic. Actually, the lady in front of me uh, getting tested said she was there because her husband uh, tested positive. Oh wow! Yeah, so um, so I was like, oh okay, stay away from me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but because uh, she had, she said she had no symptoms. That's crazy. So, but like, chances are she's been living with him for for a while like they she probably has it right mm-hmm. like chances are yeah and she had no symptoms so it just makes you wonder how many people are yes are walking around kind of no not knowing and then and then you're hoping that once they get tested even though they have no symptoms hopefully they do stay home mm-hmm. 
and I, I think most people are being good about that in town. So I think yes, I think in Thunder Bay we have like the community. I think we do, we we all try to do our best. Yeah, the pickleball community felt a little blow to the the old heart there, but sure, <laughs> they'll be back strong. <laughs> yeah. Did you know about the pickleball? Like, did you know what that is? No, I. Uh, I Googled it. I was like, pickleball. I was like, this is like the most bizarre sport I've ever heard of. Yeah. And then I looked it up and I watched a couple of videos. I was like, oh, this is like super competitive. Cool. Yeah. Like yeah. younger players? Have you seen mm-hmm. how they play? Yeah, I watched some YouTube videos. I was like, okay, this isn't probably what was happening at the Legion or wherever it was, but I mean, this is pretty cool. Yeah. I seen one where they, they play so much, the ball flies outside the, the fenced area. And the player actually runs through the door and snipes it back into the field through the door. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's like, that's wow. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's more intense than it sounds, that's for sure. Were you, were you worried at all? Are you worried? I just, uh, I wouldn't say I'm worried, but I, I'm definitely uh, careful. Yes. Um, I just don't want to take another, you know, I took, I remember I took, uh, in January, my parents, uh, before all this COVID stuff kind of blew up, my parents went to Arizona Yeah, and Mm -hmm. uh, I'd been in contact with them when they got home. So I took two weeks off work and then literally as soon as I was ready to go back to work, Doug Ford shut down all construction Yes, Uh, and I'm a a sheet metal worker. So that shut me down for another, another month. Wow. And then, uh, and then I took a week off this week, so I'd just rather not miss any more time, especially around the holidays when yes. I'm buying stuff for myself and you know, mm. for other people too. So, yes, yeah, we all need to make a living. I understand. Yeah, yeah, it's a fine line where we have to find our responsibilities. Yeah, mm. and I mean, <clears throat> I feel bad for local businesses and 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 for anyone listening, if. Uh, you're looking for Christmas gifts, you should shop local and yeah. support the community in these times. Everybody come together and and help each other out. I think that would be awesome. 100%. The Craft Revival just started yesterday. Yeah, and, and my one of my friend's uh, girlfriends has uh, a store in there, and, and she, she did really well. She sold out a lot of her stuff instantly, and she was like, almost in tears like overwhelmed with mm-hmm. with the support she got so means a lot to people who uh make stuff locally and and to see that kind of support it's really nice yeah that was amazing very strong support yeah. and i i like that they did it like they had the the site of this event to do even though it was so far away when they decided to do it all online this year and then pick up yeah. at, at the eaton center yeah it was really nice yeah. uh Really good, good for them on on putting that together. Okay, I agree. Okay, so now you you feeling better by the day. You 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 doing what you have to do, and now when you want to work on your your profession, your passion, how do you? Do you how do you do that? Do you have like after the gym, right? Because you go to the gym five times a week, obviously, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you um you you eat probably, and then you do you like dedicate your night. You said before midnight you want to be in bed. So how do you yeah. how do you prioritize <clears throat> the things? Because you said you flew off a little bit on that two videos a week. 
Yeah, so I uh, the the two videos a week thing was basically because I I thought I was ready to to progress to the my new content, um, but the office just wasn't ready. Okay. Um. So now that the office is ready, I'm trying to get into like a better routine of of this needs kind of thing that I'm doing. Yeah. Um. That's a good one. I like it. Yeah. So. Uh, now I, I I have the same routine every day. <laughs> I get up, I go to work, I get home around five. I'll have a little snack. I'm at the gym by five thirty. Yeah, and then I'm usually home from the gym now because uh, I only have an hour and a half uh, okay. time slot. Yes, uh, at Movadi, so um, I'll I'll be done by you know I think I booked t- today from five to six thirty. I, I cheated a little and I was out of there at like six forty five. Yeah, but I'm usually home by like ten after seven, and then I'll eat whether I have something prepped or I make something. Mm-hmm. And then from usually from 7.45 to 10.30 is my like creative time, which, yeah. which isn't very much, but you can get enough done. Yes. Um, whether it's brainstorming or, or even filming. Like uh, I think when I start filming my reviews, I haven't filmed one yet, but um, I'll know what I want to talk about because it's something that I've used for a long time. I'll give up. Really, as as point blank explanation as I can, just to mm. the shorter the video, the more you know people tend to stick around or check it out because they're like, I don't want to watch a ten minute review on a on a pair of socks. Yes, whatever it'll be. So I'll try and keep it like this is what I liked about it. I've been using it for this long. These are some of the uh, specs of it, and uh, here's what I like. Here's what I don't like. You know, and I'll throw throw some B roll in there of the product and. So I think my videos will come together, you know, pretty quick overall. Yes, I hear you. If I click on a video nowadays and like my time is like, I click on the video and there's a 15 minute or oh, 15 seconds ad, and I cannot skip it. I close the video. Uh, I close I it. I don't have I don't have time. 15 seconds to wait for the video. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about this. Let me see the video. <laughs> if I can skip it and if I can just watch five seconds, I'm good. I stick around. Those are nice. Yeah. Those are good. Yeah, you can skip it. I'm cool. But 15 seconds, I'm out of here. <laughs> I know. I feel you. I uh, I bought a new case for my computer, so I've been like watching uh, nonstop videos on it, kind of prepping for it to arrive. I'm all excited. Mm. And uh, and some of the videos, I was like, oh my, like this is like too long. Yeah. You know, like oh my god. Mm. Um, but the videos that were like, this is the case, this is what's nice about it. And they quickly went through like their setup and then this is what it looked like. That was like the video that was like, okay, that's perfect. Good. So what do you set yourself up? Like you say five minutes, that's it. Yeah. I'd say try not to go over five minutes for like a a product review, especially like, uh, if I'm doing supplements, what what are you going to talk about for five minutes? You know, I I think I'm going to go film a, an intro, like a bunch of B roll of me uh, with the drone or or whatever, yeah, it'll be like a really quick, like you know, do 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 whatever, dilly drones, and then it'll go right into the video, so mm-hmm. people don't watch a ten minute intro of. I of hate those. Me. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, and then I think I'll be able to wrap up <clears throat> the product review pretty quick once I get get talking. Okay. So you're gonna do one one product review a week, and then one like vlog kind of style. That would be nice. I think I'm going to start with one product review a week um, just to make sure that the product I'm putting out on YouTube is like a a nicely edited video. Mm. Um, I don't want to 
to force myself to two a week just so do I keep the the end product like a quality video? I feel yeah. like if I do two a week, it's going to be like, oh no, I'm I got plans on Saturday and I and I got to get this video out. Like, uh, just hurry up, hurry up, like mm. whatever. Yeah. I don't want to do that. So I'll start at one a week, and then once I get a format down, then maybe I'll, I'll go to two a week when it when I get more time, especially in the winter. I don't I don't do a lot of winter sports other than like going to the outdoor rinks and, mm. and stuff. So yeah. I'll have more time then. So is it the pressure that throws you off? It's a little bit of the pressure and a little bit of self-discipline. Sometimes I'll want to, I'll come home and, uh, and me and my, my friend group, all we've all been like pretty heavy gamers for our, our yeah. lives. So they'll be like, yeah, we're, we're like playing. You want to come on? And I'm like, ah, you know, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so it's a little bit of like self-discipline, yeah. but you know, I enjoy catching up with my friends especially during covid you don't get to see all of them all the time so yeah. it's nice to talk over over playing a game yeah i'm doing that this saturday i like awesome we uh we're starting a new campaign on D. &D. oh nice and uh we just do it all online right because okay. it's, it's possible you have like two different apps one for the chat and then one for the the game and it's hosted okay. in the server and it's like free software and then we have like pete who is the um the dm And then we have three or four other players. And it's just like, I said, okay, I'm, I'll be there. And, you know, usually on the days I don't do podcasts, I do edits. Yeah. Like, I'm the only time I take where I do not work for the podcast is when I'm on uh, working out. Otherwise, okay. otherwise, than that, I always put time into it. That's so, good. Yeah. And, like, I'm not perfect. Sometimes it takes me 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes to get to the setting where I want to, okay, let's produce. Yeah. But I also find social media is taking a lot of time away from me. So, like, I've, like, last Thursday, I did the last post for Us by the Giant. And then I didn't post again as post till today. Okay. Because I just, like, I did stories, but I couldn't. I just didn't do it. I couldn't. It's a lot of, it's, it's time consuming. It's, you know, I had a thing where I was going to post a new photo every day mm. and then I started like, I can't post a new photo every day. They're all kind of like in the same, I shot, uh, you know, <clears throat> when I did that shoot of all, uh, uh, my friends, kids and dogs and whatever. Yeah. I think that day I took like 1400 pictures. Wow. And then after I cut out some of them, I had 400. And then once I finished editing, I had like 240 finished. Mm finished edited photos there people were mostly looking at the camera and, and they look good yeah <clears throat> i took like a you know i think three nights so so like nine hours to mm. to go through it so that's a big one yeah so it, it social media is really time consuming it's hard to to stay active and post and put stuff on your story and people who can do it i give them a lot of uh, yeah. a lot of respect where do you get your most drive from are you on facebook with dilly drones Yeah, I Facebook's more just uh, for my mom and my aunt and my grandma to see. They don't have Instagram. Yeah. So, um, so those people who who know me and are watching or whatever, and you don't ever like my pictures on Facebook. I just Facebook's just a, another point when I put it on Instagram, it shares to my Facebook. Oh, okay. My mom and aunt and grandma can all comment and like it, and then they get to see it. And, mm. and but all my interaction is on my Instagram. Yeah. I try to limit myself so I'm not 
you know, bouncing all over the, the internet and interacting with people. I like to, to try and minimize my time on social media. Yeah, I know. I, got, I came across a message the other day on my Facebook page for the Michaelated show. And I yep. looked and it was like, it was like two days ago. And then I looked when it was sent and it was like about a week and a half ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> Especially on pages on Facebook. And like, I'm not trying to complain here, but Facebook, please. <laughs> like, I don't get a notification, anything. Oh, really? It's just on top. It says like, you have 23 notifications. And it's just like, you click on it. And it's just like. This person, uh, it's just like it doesn't, it, like a message is so yeah. much easier on Instagram. Oh, for sure, for sure. Mm. Yeah, I like Instagram the way it's laid out. Yeah. It's just easier and, and it's more like I'm just, I'm a, I, I'm a photographer, so I, that's my main picture. So Instagram's my mm. main platform. Really? You think that or video? I thought for you more videos almost like. Lately it's been pictures. Okay. Um. I uh, I take a break from the video now that everything's set up. I'll be getting back in, but I'll try and do a healthy balance of both. Yes. I figured like I I started out as dilly drones and only doing like drone video and drone photography. Um, so kind of like I was like, what what am I gonna do in the winter? Mm. Um, <laughs> no, I understand. You don't you can only have fly. the snowsuit. Yeah, you can only fly the drone when it gets so cold and, you know, you can only look at snow, you know, so many times before it's like, yeah, cool, man, like a field with snow or a mountain with snow on it or trees with snow. Like, okay, dude. Um, Change your name to Snow Drone. Yeah, exactly. So now I have like another, I can keep the video editing and and the the photography fresh Mm. um, by doing this. Okay, good. All right. Um, I don't know about you, but do you want me to uh, take it easy on your voice a little bit and say, okay, this is it, this is good for today, and we bring you back another time, or, or do you want to keep, keep going a little bit? It's up to you. If you have uh, more questions, it's it's. Uh, I could just grab it. I got a fridge right here. I could just grab a drink. But <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I don't want to – I think you're, you're in the process of working out <laughs> what you have right now and getting through this – the cough and I don't want to, I don't want to take like, I could talk for another three hours. Yeah, I, know. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, um, so I once don't... I slam out some, you know, some quality content and I'm on top of the YouTube pyramid, you know, then we'll <laughs> no then we'll before that back. before yeah. that we uh, like uh, hopefully we get this hopefully like the world will change again. The world has changed, and it's a new place, and we yes. all have new things. But you know, I hope I can actually get you into the studio. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, as soon as the the, the vaccine is gonna come out, I, I think. Yeah, I'm, that's uh, exciting stuff. I think yeah. I heard March or something because now there's three or four possible uh, mm-hmm. vaccines. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy. It's like yeah. it's great work. It's happening. Yeah, science is. Uh, it's one hell of a, a thing, that's for sure. Yeah. And supposedly in Germany, I think it's happening. Like, they have something now, and they're getting ready for it. Oh, really? That's awesome. Mm. And that's the, good. the U.S. is really close, too, right? Yeah. I believe there's, like, two or three companies that are have, like, a 95% success rate or something like that. So. Supposedly that's really, really high. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. 
because I I read an article where it says like if I if the person said I don't know I don't want to say the wrong name because I don't know who it was okay. now, but yeah. I think it was with the HWO, the World Health Organization, and they said like right. if if it's over seventy five percent, that would be actually like surprising. They were just aiming yeah. for seventy or seventy five. Yeah, no, that's really good. That's uh, hope for next year, twenty twenty one. Yeah, I, you know what? You sh- you should take pictures of things that you see now that are we all get used to them because in like fifty years or sixty years you're gonna show those pictures and everybody's gonna be like, "Wow!" Yeah, that's a, I should get some mask pictures of, of people with masks yeah, on and just anything really. Yeah, that would be a good idea actually. Yeah. Before, yeah, that's smart. It just disappears so get, fast. Uh, yeah, you know, even the shops yeah. are changed now. Like the grocery stores, first when you went, and then like shortly after the lockdown, it was just like all makeshift. And yeah, uh, and now it's just now it's already it looks more professional. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, <coughs> you you went into this shop and there was just tape and fans and and this yeah. is like what what are we doing here? And now it's only go this way. Yes, go this way down this aisle. And this way down this aisle. Mm-hmm. And people are like all over the place. Yeah, it's a good system, but it's just like I think there's there, there's history is happening. Yeah, it's it's a it's a weird time to to live through some some history, you know. Yeah, you, re, you learn about stuff like this in school, and you're like, that's crazy, you know. Mm. And to live through something like not as as well, not as severe as as some of the the pandemics before but mm-hmm. it's definitely a, a weird weird time yeah it is okay yeah if you have the chance do it if yeah that's a good idea i'll have docu- to get some shot i never thought about that but, document it you know i'll have to I'll be talking to my kids one day and mm. yeah yeah 2020 was crazy i'll be like yeah what <laughs> you have <laughs> to wear masks yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i love it Okay, Mr. Dilly Drone, I appreciate you being on the show and you know I appreciate you having me. I will hold you to your word as well that you know you wanted to come by once everything is safe to take some pictures. Yes, definitely. I, I will hold you to that. I will send you a reminder. Perfect. <laughs> no, I'd love to. I'd love to. I think uh I've watched uh, some episodes of the podcast and it's uh mm. it's cool that you bring people that I kind of know through social media or, or maybe don't know or never heard about before. Yeah. Um, and I get to like, you bring them on the podcast and it's like, I think I was watching the, uh, <clears throat> the episode of Saeed. Yes. And I, I was like, Oh, I like looked him up on YouTube. I was like, Holy sh! Like this guy's blowing up. Like he's big. Holy crap. Yes. Yeah. He's huge. Yeah. And it's like, I didn't even know, people like this lived in thunder bay and and we're around the area so it's 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 cool just to learn about you know things going on yeah in your community because i think everyone is so in their own kind of yes life and living in their own box i think the podcast really brings a a nice outreach into the community and it's you're doing a good job i appreciate that yeah sired and hikma they um fahan let me know about them because i didn't even know about them and yeah, like, and they are huge. They're massive. Yeah, they're, they're like massive. They are. It's a huge following. Yeah, so good for them. And it's just happening right here in Thunder Bay. Yeah, and like I never would have known. But it's <laughs> cool. It's it's cool to know. You know, it's it's stuff that you just you know yes. that happens in the community. They just don't 
don't really learn about or know. So it's yeah. nice to to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's lots of people that um, they do the same kind of thing in different mediums too. Highlight the community. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For just, sure. Just like you do. If you do a vlog, you highlight Thunder Bay. You, people can that's access true. that. Yeah. That's you know? true, yeah. Yeah, I think that's really, really amazing. Yeah, thank you. So uh, hopefully they'll uh, they'll be coming out in, in some good quality soon. So Yeah, there's a couple people that do vlogs. There's another guy. I followed him on... I will put it... I sent you I sent you his profile. I have to look it up. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember the name, but you yeah. did send it to me, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's awesome. Okay. I will let you go, my fine sir, Mr. Dilly okay, Jones. Thank you. thank you so much for being on the show, and we will have you back in the studio once the world is back to the new normal. Sounds good. I'm just going to cut off this audio here. Okay. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you.